Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to episode three of the Great Connections podcast. Hey there, my name is Chloe. Join me as we get to know the stories of overseas Filipinos and listen in on what it's like to make a living in a new country away from home. The Great Connections podcast brought to you by the Freebie app. Discarting Pinoy, Discarting Freebie. All right, welcome to episode three for this episode of the pod. We'll be talking about the experience of growing up while having an OFW parent. To help us out, we invited someone whose voice you might be familiar with if you grew up in the metro. We have radio personality Big Daddy Jake, or more commonly known as Big D, formerly of Magic 89.9, and is now not only an on-air talent for 104.3 Capital FM 2, but is also one of the big bosses over there. Together, we will be answering questions like, what was it like as a child to have an OFW parent? What lessons did you learn from that experience? How did having an OFW parent affect your own parenting style? All that and more on Episode 3 of the Great Connections Podcast with Dennis Polikit, a.k.a. Big Daddy Jake. Big D, how are you? Welcome to the pod. Hey, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. It is good to see you again. It has been a long time. Absolutely. Big D, I'd like to ask you, kamusta ka na in this very trying times, unprecedented times that we're in? Oh, I'm good. I mean, you know, there were rough patches, but, you know, God's grace just saw me through that valley and stuff. I, I'm glad. Not, of course, not you know rejoicing in other people's misery, but I, I'm glad I I have a job. I I still do radio. I did radio uh, through last year through the worst times. I I still had board work, and it helped me. Because safe zone anyway, young console, my happy place, and so to, to be able to do you know board work three times a week, every you know every week, every month, and you know for the whole year, it it helped a lot coping with what happened. So, can't complain. So, aside from radio, what else is keeping you busy these days? Just food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, would, you, would you care to be more specific? <laughs> I'm, I'm well, I'm not kidding. I like food. But parenting, you know, is just the things I, I do radio and then I do parenting on the side, aside from the other stuff I, I usually do. Now, Big D, before we get into the discussion of family and having an OFW dad and all of that, isn't it great that we're now on a podcast? Adiba from radio, we're now doing podcasts. As a radio broadcaster yourself, how do you feel about podcasts as a platform? It's, it's nice, you know, because on demand, you can talk as much as you want, depending on what you like, you know, your your what you're looking for in a particular that particular time. Some people have told me that it could be the death of radio. I don't I don't think so. Because, you know, some people like adobo, some people like kare-kare, some people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Some people like podcasts, some people like radio. I mean, you know, your podcast will not give you music and, you know, entertaining DJs. I hope entertaining. You know, and radio is not about to give you 
you know, an hour long of talk. And so it's, it's different. So I'm fine. I mean, it's uncomfortable because I'm talking. It's just weird seeing, you know, a camera on my face. But otherwise, I'm talking. It's, it's nothing new. Same here. <laughs> Medyo, medyo nakaka-uncomfy, no? It's like, uh, you're like being I'm not, I'm not looking at the screen, the I'm looking at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good tactic, good strategy, Ian. Like I'm looking oh, because, like, oh man, I need, I need a shave. Oh gosh, is that is that stray hair? So yeah, that's why I'm not looking at the screen. <laughs> Us radio folk, kasi hindi tayo, ano, hindi tayo sanay nang nakatingin sa camera. Remember when that's live not... streaming became a thing back then? Oh, oh man, it, it was a problem because I'd pick my nose once in a while. I go, and you know, my finger would be up my nose. I go, oh yeah, live camera. Oh man. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, those were the days, of course. Yep. Yeah. So yep. let's get down to today's topic on the okay. pod, which all is right. all about the experience of having an OFW parent and how that impacted you. So let's di- dive right into it. Of course, for us to get into the nitty gritty of things, we have to know your story. So, begin with naman sa your origin story, Big D. Can you share with us what was your childhood like yeah, growing up having an OFW parent? I, I was born here in Quezon City. That was uh, my, my mom was a doctor with the Philippine government. She was with the Department of Health. My dad naman was a ship captain. She, it was a, this was a small, small ship. Uh, the, it was a cargo ship. They carried bananas from here to Japan, to be specific, from Davao to Japan. So every time he was in town, we'd have to fly to Davao to meet him. And it got tiring because every two weeks we'd fly out, and then after which, you know, we'd, we'd fly back. My mom and my dad decided, now we move not to Davao, and that's how we moved to Davao a long, long time ago. I was four years old, I think I was 1974. Oh, there you go, I myself. Uh, <laughs> right. So anyway, but it, it was it was a weird. It was it was a happy childhood. It was not it was not hard, but you know, I just grew up uh, knowing that my dad wasn't there, and it was something that was I, I wasn't really wondering. You know, because, you know, mm-hmm. so to me, it was normal, right? My dad was out of the house two weeks, be at home one uh, a day or, or two, depending on the turn back, depending on how fast the bananas were loaded or how much was needed and so on and so forth. And they'd rush right back to Japan and, you know, and, and so on. And that was a cycle. Uh, there was a point in my time, my, my dad passed away, by the way, like seven, 16, 17 years ago. I know, I, I tried to count and my dad was out. Uh, more than he was in in the house, you know, counting the years that I was alive. So, uh, well, you know, from that, you, you could say, and, uh, I didn't really exactly have a close relationship with my dad. We were not enemies. You know, my dad was sweet. He was very kind. He was very just mm-hmm. and very, very generous and very patient, but we did not have a relationship. I did not, uh, I, I wanted, in fact, I wanted to be a ship captain, sabi ng papa, sabi, you know, alam mo, Dennis, tama na isang kapitan sa, sa bahay, nakikita mo naman yung hirap na ginagawa ko. Sabi ko, okay, Papa. Anyway, eventually, I became a DJ. I, got, I took his advice. Anyway, <laughs> you know, and he was, he was always out. It must have been tough on my mom. Was, you know, raising two kids, yeah, raising kids on her own. She, she had to be both dad and mom. And so, the, the thing about that was, you know, as, uh, as in, in the family, the children will always look up to their parents, to, to the guardian, whoever's raising them. And yes, I looked up to my mom and there were certain things I, I got from her, but there were certain things I needed from my dad, which I never got. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things that you only get from your dad and there's just, there are certain things that you get from your mom. You know, moms are naturally nurturers. They're natural. They, they mm-hmm. nurture and they're, you know, they're caring and stuff. The dad's caregivers. 
Uh, the mom, no, uh, the dad, no, Margot, will set you out on an adventure. You know, will laugh at you if you fall down and you you get injured. I mean, that's a dad, and it's fine. It's not like ganon lalaki iba yung lalaki, and that's the thing that I did not get. You know, and there were man things I I wanted so much to learn that I did not get from him because he well he was not there. As a kid, though, having realized na andami mong mga needs na. Sana napuna ng, ng dad mo ng mga panahon na yon. But of course, he had to work overseas or abroad. Right. Were you the kind of kid who have listed down the things that you would have wanted to do with your dad? If only he was around. Right. It wasn't much of a big deal when I was a kid. Because I didn't know. It was just my normal. You know? I mean, right. my dad taught me how to swim. And, you know, he almost drowned me on purpose. <laughs> it, <laughs> meant, you know, but, you know, my dad was a good swimmer. Because he, andu naman siya just so I understood, you know, just so I learned how to respect the sea, the water. Because, you know, if you're foolish mm-hmm. and you don't respect the water, the sea, you, you get hurt. And that's how he taught me how. We were on a, you know, uh, an inflatable rati, you know, and we both just drowned. And I was screaming and stuff. It, it was way too Did he even tell you? Dad. He didn't. Did he even tell you that he was going no, he to didn't. do that? Nope. No, he didn't. What? Yup. No, but you know, but looking back, I appreciate it because it gave me a very healthy, healthy you know, appreciation and respect for the sea. I don't mess around, uh-uh. you know. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not scared of the sea, but I know what it can do if I don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh. Would you still remember how old you were when your dad became a ship captain? Or on oh. the get go, talaga yun yung first memory mo na yep. ang, ang tatay ko talaga ay seafarer. Yes, uh, long before I was born. Uh, in fact, I, I had my first steps on a ship. Ganun. Ganun wow. Yep. Wow, thank you for sharing all of that. Now, I want uh-huh. to go deeper into the experience of having a seafarer or a ship yeah. captain for a father. How did you feel about your dad being a ship captain? Although, of course, like you mentioned, uh, on the get-go, talagang, even before you were born, he was already a ship captain. So this mm-hmm. was the only thing that you knew he had... Uh, you know what was her work? Was his work? You know, yun yes. talaga yung profession niya. Yes. But um, if you had it any other way, would you have thought of maybe my dad should have been a doctor narin siguro or talagang on the get go? Uh, mo na yon that he had to work abroad. You know, it was never. It was. I did not resent my mom or my dad for being so busy. My mom was pretty busy too. Because my mom used to work for the government, and so she'd be out of town mm-hmm. all the time. You know, uh, three days a week, she'd be out of you know out somewhere up north in northern Mindanao or in other regions, you know, doing her work. Uh, so I pretty much grew up with a yaya and my and my sibling. Again, I, I realized it because they talked to me. You know, we're doing this for you, and, and you know, it's not like we we want to be away from you, but our work dictates na ganito mangyayari. And so I, right. I never really resented, although. I would have liked, you know, seeing my friends with, with their parents nasa bahay lang, you know, every, after the end of the day, my, my mom would be out of town, my, my dad would be out of the country. It was something that parang, I hope, I hope, sana ganun din. But, you know, it, it was what it was. It, totally get it. They were sacrificing for their children. Not everyone, not all of the kids, especially nowadays, would be as understanding as you were back in uh, the day. It, it was because my parents uh, explained it all the time. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, naiintindihan nila eh. You know, they, they said, anak, kinagawa ko ito, ganyan, magkikwento yung mom ko. It had to do with my mom too because my mom would, would, I guess, she was an adult 
and she understood what I was going through. He probably she probably knew I was questioning sometimes bakit si Papa parati wala. And she talked to me, you know, alam mo Dennis, ganyan si Papa mo ganito. And and I I've seen YouTube videos of, you know, stormy season. I oh my gosh. And my dad goes through that, you know, just just to oh, bring yes. you know, yeah, bring home the bacon. And I I appreciated my dad for that. You know, I mean, the YouTube videos ngayon na lang yun. But back in the day, they were doing it for me. And Kasi my mom's work was not safe either. You know, she, she'd have to go to mm-hmm. places where she could have been physically harmed by the rebels, you know, the, the MNLFs mm-hmm. and the, the NPAs back in the day. And she was taking risks herself. So, and they were doing it. And I, I had a very comfortable life too. Would you say that you have, uh, you have had an unconventional life growing up? Unconventional? Oh, Well, in, in the case na wala akong dad na parate present sa bahay, yes. But otherwise, it was fine. It was good. I mean, you know, back in my day, we didn't have the internet. So I was out of the house on weekends because syempre, pag, pag weekdays naman, I, I was in school and then I had, I, I used to play football. So I had football practice, you know, before class. I had football practice after class and then I went home. I was tired. I'd do my homework. I'd get to sleep. On weekdays, I'd be out of the house Early, I'd be biking, you know, with my friends and so on and so forth. You know, going through somebody else's mangoes <laughs> in, in an adjacent <laughs> farm. Who's you know? on that? You know? Oh, oh, diba? Hinahabol kami. May itak yung mama. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Walang paalam. Kumuha <laughs> ng bunga ng puno <laughs> na hindi sa'yo. <laughs> share and share alike. <laughs> you were a busy kid growing up. You had your activities. Gano naman tayo nung, nung unang yes. panahon eh. Shall I, yes. shall I dare I say, nung unang panahon. Uh, uh, it's true. I grew yeah. up in the 80s. I don't, mm-hmm. even if the internet were, I think ha, kung may available na other means of entertainment as a kid, nung mga panahon na yon, I, I would still choose to go outdoors and, you know, hang out with my friends and play right. with dolls and, you know, yung mga ganong bagay and do so, sports. So yung yung ano oh, yung alarm clock yung ano when the birds start flying home or when the when the yes. lamppost magkumilo na that's time to go home. You know yun. yun. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. goodness, I remember. <laughs> Grabe yung throwback na yun eh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I got to ask you kasi this was this was in the 70s, this was in the 80s. Yeah. How did you keep in touch with your dad? Uh, well, no some uh, no nagka-telepono kami sometimes he'd make uh, phone calls via ano pa yun, mm-hmm. via operator he'd make a phone call from the ship you know na he was on his way home kumusta na and then he talked to me oh kumusta and i bought you this about because my my dad's trip was japan philippines can you imagine the Jap- japan stuff i get i'd get them Whoa. you know before every of oh, oh syempre when my dad would try to compensate kasi so dami ko dami mm-hmm. may mga robots ako na na Voltes 5, ganun. May mga remote-controlled cars ganun. and plane. Oo, mga ganun, basta. So, mga chocolate and stuff. So, you know, I, I was a happy, happy kid. Pasalubong eh. I was looked forward to my dad coming home. Yun. So, ganun lang. But yeah, sometimes telegram. Otherwise, uh, there was none. We'd, we'd wait for him to uh, get home. We'd pick him up though. We'd pick him. Susunduhin namin siya. It's a peer. You mentioned earlier that your your dad was generous. He was a nice man, but you never really had a relationship with him. Like, would you say that um, you were close at at one point? How was the family dynamic like? My my mom was that type. Na pagdating ng bahay na sa kwarto na yun, magbabasa na lang yun, nakahiga. So ako yung lalapit ko ako sa kwarto nila, higa din ako sa kama, tatabi ako. Kano lang? Tapos basa siya, basa ako. My dad naman, 
it, it was always awkward every time he'd come home. Again, kasi, parati siya wala eh. So sometimes, magmamano ako, he'd shake my hand. Wait, what? Awkward! Diba? Oh, ganun eh. Kasi, again, he's always out. So, hindi makapag-build hindi makapag-build ng momentum. Seriously, I, I wanted to laugh so loud, but I was just wondering, but what the heck was that? I want, I took his hand, I was magmamano, he shook my hand. I said, with a, with a firm grip and a triple shake. <laughs> Wait, this, this, ano, this memory, teenager ka na ba nito? Or were you yes, perhaps yes, like, yes. Teenager a teenager na ka na? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, but a man, diba? <laughs> All right. How are you? Who was that? <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> work where he had to extend his hand yes. every time he meets, yes. you know, a, yes. a partner or somebody new. Yes. Oh, and, he, he, uh, he had to have to shake so many hands. I'm sure. So despite the distance, would you say that somehow you've developed uh, a relationship with him? Father-son oh. relationship? Oh, naman. Although, so, parang yun nga, maraming shoulda, woulda, coulda. But, you know, it was the time that was given to me with my dad. And so, I cannot complain. I cherish it. Now, aside from being a child of, a, of a, an OFW, um, you mentioned the pasalubong, the toys, and the treats that your dad brings whenever he comes home. And this is mm. as often as, how many times in a month would he come home? Would you say, because you mentioned kanina, almost, he's out all, every two weeks. He's out for two weeks, then would come home for a day or two, and then we'd be out again. Pasalubongs come in as often as twice a month. Yes. Ganyan. Kwento lang. I remember when I, I was in grade one, I was the first one to have an otafuku in school. I don't know if you know what an otafuku is. What is that? Guess, it's, it's a brand of shoes. Na it was very popular okay. back in my day. Na, ano siya? They were para made of rubber. Na isang buo. Para, think Crocs. Kaya lang, ano siya, okay. school shoes. I was, there was like a magnet on my heel, supposedly my healing whatever, choo-choo. And I was the only one. You know, in, in school. And when everybody had a black otafuku for school, I was the first one to have a brown otafuku. And like, man, I was it. <laughs> Thanks to my dad. You were the cool kid. I know, right? Thanks to my dad. Oh, oh you're, <laughs> you're the cool kid na, ano, na anak ng OFW who goes yes. to Japan. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. Mismo. I had the latest stuff, you know. I know. So it's one of my favorite things mo talaga. Oh yeah, those are good memories. Good memories. Mm-mm. Now, of course, uh, I'm sure along with the good came the bad. Uh, but you keep mentioning uh, even earlier na yun ay nakagisnan mo eh. Parang yun ay normal. Yung alam mong okay lang naman, steady ka lang, and you had no complaints. But would you say there were disadvantages of being a child of an OFW growing up aside from the absence and perhaps, you know, not have, not gaining that momentum na, like you mentioned, having a, a close relationship? My bad side, ba? Oh no, man. Parenting is, is a big responsibility. You don't just make kids mm-hmm. and then, you know and watch them from afar, let them grow. You don't. You have to be hands on. Like yeah, yeah, you have a pet. You don't just leave the cat or the dog on its own. You have to feed it. You have to clean it. And that's how parents should be with their children. They have to equip their children. You know, my mom. You know, I mean, to her credit, I mean, I love my mom. She she equipped me, but only the way a mom could equip. I needed mm-hmm. equipping from from my dad too, from a man's point of view. There are things now. My my like my male friends can do now. I am and I'm going. I look at them. I go, how are they doing this? Because it's because they saw their dad do it, 
they got equipped, and so they know how to do it. Me, eh, wala akong, ano, eh, wala akong father, you know, equipper growing up. So these are a lot of the things I needed to learn on the fly and, you know, trial and error pa when I became a dad. So ganun, yun yung mga what-ifs ko na parang if only my dad taught me these things, uh, then it would have been easier for me uh, when I became a dad to do these things. Kumbaga, uh, there are still things I still don't know how to do just because I was never equipped, you know. Some dogs find it easy to sit and roll over because they're 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 you know their their dad or their mom taught them to roll over and play dead and you know I was they never were trained those. exactly I was not equipped to do these things so I'm still wondering how to do this. Aren't we lucky that we now live in an age where internet is available? There's yes. Google, there's YouTube for anything that we don't know. There's always that go-to place that we log on to and check how things are done. How uh, we can, I'm um, like a tutorial. Pero back in the day, even our parents didn't know how to do things. I'm pretty sure oh, they were not handed out a manual. Diba? They were raising no, their kids no. and still figuring it out as they go along. Yes, it's because din naman yung parents nila. So, yun, oh. pasa yun. Unless, of course, you know, somebody takes, you know, makes the decision to, to actually learn, be deliberate about it and learn and to become the better parent. And so, because, so to, you know, to raise better people. Speaking of, to all our OFW parents who are listening to this podcast now, what advice would you give them as far as parenting is concerned, Aman? Parenting is deliberate. Seriously. seriously. You, you, you can't just, again, I said it earlier, you can't just sit back and let your children grow. They are our responsibility. We, we need to equip them to be better people than us. We need to prepare them because, you know, we cannot prepare the road ahead for the child. We have to prepare the child for the road ahead. We have to equip them how to deal with, with things what it is like to be a man as moms would teach their their, you know, their daughters how it is like to be a woman and the mom teaching the son how to treat women uh, you know uh, properly yes, the dad, dad teaching the daughters this is how you are supposed to be treated by your man so important mm-hmm. this is this is a very long conversation Chloe you know if, if we talk about this mahabang conversation ito eh kumbaga but ganun Totoo. Uh, dapat delib- parenting should be deliberate you can't just sit and be, you know, not doing anything to your children and then wonder why your children are doing drugs or, you know, pregnant at age 12. I mean, I'm sorry, this is deep, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not in your children's faces, we, we are not, we are not their best friends. We are not, you know, we are not their barcada. We are their parents and we have to mold them uh, into becoming better people. We don't want them to be the next subject of uh, the newspaper's headline because they did something they're not supposed to do. Kumbaga. Yeah, it's a better pill to swallow. Totoo naman lahat yun. Uh, diba? Parang kasi may mga movies na parang yung mga nani, mga tatay, saan ba ako nagkamali? I mean, it's fine if you did something. Right? I mean, it's fine if you actually did something. Kung wala ka namang ginawa, anong pagsang ka nagkamali? Wala kang ginawa eh. Bakit ka nagtatanong? Exactly. Diba? Parang, Anyway, but That's seriously. a big question mark of their heads. But if I love how you put it uh, when you said that uh, you cannot prepare the road ahead, but you can only prepare your your child for the road ahead. For the road, yeah. Yes, I mean, you cannot right. prepare the road itself, but your child right. and how to deal. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Yes. They become adults themselves, and they would be making critical decisions. Important. Yes. Eh? They're equipped. My gosh. Yes. Um, yes. Emotionally, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. even. Yes, pa? especially. Uh, spiritually, kasi yun yung magiging foundation. Totoo. 
Thank you for sharing your story, Big D. We're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, let's talk about how Big D's childhood affected his parenting style this time. So don't go anywhere. This is the Great Connections Podcast. Being an OFW is hard. You're not only away from your family, but you're also missing out on so many precious moments. From graduations, birthdays, even yung simple kamustahan with family and friends. But with a freebie app, you don't have to miss out on anything. You can be there with them every step of the way. With its three ways to call, you can stay connected with your family at home in the Philippines, whether they're online or offline. Daanin sa diskarte ang pakikipag-usap with your loved ones. What are you waiting for? Download the free B app. Discarding Pinoy, discarding freebie. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. Welcome back to the Great Connections Podcast. My name is Chloe, and you're still tuned in to the Great Connections Podcast, Episode 3. We've got Dennis Polikit, aka Big D on radio. Big D. A while ago, yes. pinag-usapan natin yung childhood mo and how having an OFW parent made an impact sa buhay mo then as a youngster. I want to focus now on your experience as a young adult naman growing up. So according to multiple schools of thought, children who don't receive enough attention from their parents uh, or one-off tend to act out in their teenage years. Mm. Did you personally experience this? Ikaw ba nag-act out ka ba? Meron ka bang rebellious uh, stage? Because, you know, one of your parents uh, was absent at the time. Kasi OFW nga and working abroad. May ganun ka ba dati? Uh, no. Uh, kasi, number one, my, my mom, ano, hands-on naman yung mom ko. And then, I got so, ano, I, it, it was a huge blessing na yung barkada ko, <laughs> mga ka-teammates ko sa, sa football, soccer, and they were all good kids. They didn't go out drinking. They didn't do drugs. Eh, sila yung crowd ko. It's so natural. I mean, you know. Say, Ang bait. I look back and I'm just so thankful still. They're still my friends, by the way. We, we have a chat. We chat every day. Na, yun na nga, nagkataon na sila yung mga kaibigan ko. So, wala, wala kaming, you know, wala talaga. The, the biggest thing was just to steal the car and go to a club. But, you know, just to hang out. <laughs> you know, I, I never smoke. I, you know, so, nagkataon kasi na, yung mga, naging mga barkado ko sa team, ganun sila din. They don't smoke. They, they're not drinkers. So, Sila yung naging Good influence Yes, exactly. So I'm just glad. You know, I'm just glad. Although I did have friends naman na mga, no, typical, na alam mo na, na tipong medyo sakit sa ulo ng parents sa school. Mga kaibigan ko rin. But I, I chose to be with those who, uh, you know, medyo mabait kumbaga. So I'm, I'm glad I went with that crowd. <laughs> so yung core, yung core circle mo talaga, ito yung mga mababait na mga barkada. Yeah, non-drinkers, non-smokers. Non-drug uh, takers. Ganon. Was, was it the conscious decision on your part also na bilang teenager na pinili mo itong mga kaibigan mo? Ito yung mga gusto kong maging barkada ko. Eh, hindi eh. Nagkataon na we just got drawn to each other. We had the same likes, dislike the same things. We, Kasi my dad was a smoker. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then he, dati, hindi pa ano dati, hindi pa sa conscious effort. Naka-aircon sa kwarto, nagsismoke siya. So, Amoy astray yung kwarto, man. You know? Oh, my gulay. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't, don't like have, that at all. Right? I mean, I don't have anything against that. But personally, parang pagdising ko na amoy astray ako. Parang, okay, 
even sa clubs, I go to a club and smoking pa dati yung club. Paglabas ko, may asay ako. So it can, uh, you know, turn me off sa smoking. That's one of the reasons. And nagkataon, yung mga kaibigo, pareho rin. They, they, they thought the same. So, ang galing lang. Ang galing lang talaga na nagkataon. It was not a conscious decision to be with them. We just got really drawn to each other. So yun, ganun. You were so fortunate kung na, na it all, I, I guess it, things or the chips fell where they they should be. Alam mo yung parang nag-evarable yeah. sa'yo. Yeah, diba? yeah, you know, so yeah. But I'm let me ask you this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Would you have wanted your parents to be more present growing up as a teenager? Oh, no man. Of course. You know, I would have loved my, for my dad to be at home, you know. I could, I could talk to him, ask him questions of the whys and the hows and the whats at the end of the day. And, I, you know, we'd have those conversations at the dinner table or us hanging mm-hmm. out in the sala, in the living room or in his room. And he'd tell me these things. Do you know what? Alam mo, paglaki mo, these are things that, you know, you're going to encounter. You better be prepared. Or, you know, what you're doing right now, you're setting yourself up for, for failure. Or, you know, you're building very bad habits because when you grow up, you're going to regret building those habits. You better do this and that. You know, those conversations I really, really wanted to have with my dad. Looking back now, looking back. But as a kid, I was clueless. I was just, you know, parang sanang, you know, saan kami hangad ng friend ko, saan kami magnanako ng mangga the next time. Ganun. <laughs> Looking back now, ha, Big D, kasi we were, we were both born, um, so hindi naman tayo nagkakalayo ng edad. Now that you've mentioned that, yung mga no conversations, yung topics, no, I'm not, no, I'm not kidding. Kasi I was born in the 80s, now, looking back, naiisip ko na I've never really had a deep conversation with either of my parents. They would talk to me about uh, yung mga, I, I suppose, typical parent uh, reminders. Like, uh, uh, kailangan mag-aral ka na mabuti kasi para yes. sa kinabukasan niyan. Yes. And I, back then, I didn't understand how studying hard is going to be beneficial for my future because I didn't think about the future back then. Ang iniisip right? ko lang, tulad mo, y- yung Ano yung next na hangout natin? Ano yung gagawin natin mamayang hapon pagka uwi ng ano, pagka uwi ng ng eskwela? Yes. But my future, future was then a very vague concept na parang what future? Pero ang sinasabi nila sa akin is ngayon pa lang pag-isipan mo na kung ano gusto mong maging paglaki mo. Yun yung laging naming conversations, umiikot lang doon. But it's different nowadays, wouldn't you say? Iba na ngayon ng parenting style eh. Now Parents like yourself are more open to to conversations which are tough and would yeah. challenge even your own even your own ane, mga conceptions mo not conceptions but concepts rather or mm. convictions mo as a, as a person when when your kids ask you the really hard questions saan ka ngayon kukuha ng ng uh, sagot and with that said how important are these conversations as a parent now. To the emotional development of your child or your kids, they're very important. I I I would rather let my children learn from me and their mom, uh, as opposed mm. to learning from some dude in the uh, in the schoolyard. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, from the get go, uh, even when they were very young, as as soon as they were able to understand, we already talked to them about the, about sex, uh, the concept Mm-mm. of sex, you know? the birds and the bees. Uh, we don't even call it the birds and the bees. It's just sex. No, we don't. We don't sugarcoat it, right? Wow. I mean, yeah. Oh, because we want them to be comfortable about it, not be curious about it. What, what's why? Why hide it? It's it's it. Everybody's gonna at some point gonna have sex, and we want them to know about it. 
my, my wife and I, we had three kids before we got married. There are still consequences from those decisions we made that we're still paying for until now. And we don't want them to make any of those mistakes. Kumbaga. Uh, and, you know, because really the goal is to make, to raise better kids. Kids better than me and their mom, you know, making better decisions, uh, doing better things, learning bigger things, having better or bigger dreams. You know, you know that's, that's the point of, of for me and, and my wife, that's the point of us raising uh, the, the children for them to be better than, than her and I. And to have that conversation as well. And speaking of, do you feel like communicating through social media nowadays or other platforms that are available to us, especially now that we are in the middle of this pandemic where everyone is just, you know, everyone's at home, working from home, doing things from home, shopping from home and everything. And it's, it's especially hard for OFW parents who have to be away from their children physically. And now, kahit ba may pagkakataong kang makauwi or meron kang resources na bumili ng ticket pa uwi para makita yung pamilya mo, hindi mo po pwedeng gawin ngayon kasi, or magdadalawang isip ka kasi nga may pandemic, di ba? And, you know, the vaccine and all that. It would be better to see everybody vaccinated first or have the proper protection before ka mag-travel pa uwi. So, do you think social media would be suffice now or okay lang ba na mag-parent ka or to, yung parenting mo na doon para, Paparin, even through social media. Let, let me uh, shift that a little. Social media is a landmine for children and parents. Uh, you cannot, <laughs> you can't build a relationship via uh, social media. Sorry, let me let me define. Uh, there are messaging apps and there's there are social media apps, diba? Uh For know, for for relationships, messaging apps are best. You know, you can you can call you can video call your children. You talk to them. You can look them in the eye, or they're the, the screen and have conversations. Kumbaga, because it's a social media. It's, it's full of fake news and angry people, and you know, and, and sad people and stuff. And you, you can't blame them. Everybody's broken. Everybody's you know uh, going through something. And social media is not the place for having those kinds of conversations. You know, you have to have a one-on-one conversation with your children. Especially if you're apart, you know. I mean, and there's a quite quite a distance between you and uh, between the child and the parent. It has to be, you know, something like this: a video call. You know, you spend time together. You make it. You use you schedule, and it can. It's not. It's non-negotiable. You have to be there. Nothing else will be more important that video than that video call you're gonna make with your children or with your parent. And you know, you you talk. You talk. Uh, there is no. Quantity, there is no quality time to relationship because quality time is quantity time. If you're not spending time with your loved one, then you're not having a relationship. It's the same. Para mo lang barkada, magkasama kayo, tas aalis ka rin. Hindi relationship. Well, yeah, it's a relationship, but it's not the same as, you know, a parent and a child spending much, much time together. You know, going through the dirty processes and exhausting processes of, of the relationship. You, you go through things, and that's where your love for each other and for understanding will be, uh, will be built. So yun, yun. Sorry, and, and love is actionable. Di, pero totoo yun. Love is actionable as well. If you keep promising your child that you're going to talk to them, uh, whether it's about their grades, especially now, ang parents would receive uh, the grades through, through email. Sinisend na yun ng teachers ngayon kasi, di ba, meron tayong distance learning. Whether it's about the grades or their studies or what they're going through, if uh, 
you don't give the time time of your day to be on uh, a messenger a messaging app like this one or video call then i guess you're also missing the opportunity to be a parent to your child right you, you know uh, chloe studies have shown that children with parents who are hands-on in their education tend to be better so it's, it's important for uh you know, it's important for the parent to be hands-on. Uh, and we've tried it from the get-go because we read that article a long time ago. And it has worked for us. We, we constantly ask our kids about their homework. We, we don't bug them about it. We don't, we don't pressure them to get good grades. But because, you know, they, they know that they can come to us if they need help. We help our kids with the homework. Please, I'm not trying to humble brag. I'm just saying that this, this process works. So, you know, if this process works. And so, my children are are all uh, on the roll students not because you know not because they're special but because natututukan sila eh, you know kasi mm-hmm. yung teacher yung teacher reporting to you the grades it's not their fault eh kasi it's the performance naman of your child diba and if right. your child is not performing you cannot blame the teacher you have to blame the parent because the, it's the parents who spend time with the children more than the teachers right so That's it's the parents and you know, right lang ako malaking pasalamat din ako sa mga teachers especially ngayon kasi I can only imagine yung hirap ng oh gosh, yes. magtuturo ka sa physical class. Imagine like 30 or 35 students in one class. You know, the entire day, five days a week, and then you you go home, you gagawa ka pa ng, ng lesson plan and everything. You have to check papers, check the tests. And then you also have to be the second parent to the children that you're, that's under your advisory right, class. Yeah. By your care. So, tapos ngayon na... Ano na, na distance learning na tayo. Teachers are working extra hard, and I truly appreciate teachers that are listening to the pod. Ngayon, nakamaraming maraming salamat po sa hard work niyo, kasi talagang grabe. As in times two, times three, even times ten ang uh, ang effort ngayon ng teacher reporting to the parents as well, because they want the parents to be to be part of the team, to be part of this new normal that we have for for the kids, lalo na. Kailangan din silang tutukan. The kids are, ano, the kids are, are, ano, yung default nila kasi nasa bahay sila eh. So it's mm-hmm. how they are at home, that's how they're gonna be as a student. Yung tipong tapos magagalit yung, yung parents kasi mababa yung grado, yung anak nila, di naman nakikinig. <laughs> Totoo. That's so true. So yun nga, parenting, you know, when it comes to school and pretty much everything, we have to be deliberate about it. We cannot be audience we cannot sit and watch our kids grow and wonder what happened to our kids because you know kids sabing any Woodrow Wilson roughly speaking they're of our blood they're of our bones they they will they will you know they will take after whatever we teach them when they're young and so whoever their children are it's uh, when they grow up it's mostly us whatever they see in us they will do whatever they you know they yeah we, we say they will say What's your message to young listeners who are children of OFW parents who are listening to the pod right now? You can't blame your parents for everything that's happening in your life. You are you are uh, made in God's image. You were given the gift to think. Because you are given the gift to think, you're allowed to make choices. Then you, you need to start making good choices. Because you can make any choice. I mean, you can choose absolutely anything. Yes, that's that's a given. But you cannot choose the consequences that are tied to those choices. So <laughs> make better choices. And that is up to you. I love it. I love that part na talaga may mm, may may ano may pa-impact dun sa huli. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Big D. 
Big D, let's fast forward to today to you as a dad. So pag-usapan naman natin yung iyong parenting style. Although nagbigay ka na ng mga hints kanina kung uh, ano yung parenting style mo and we truly appreciate that uh, for you sharing these uh, wonderful nuggets of parenting of of how it is that you raise your kids. But let me ask you this, how has your childhood experience affected or impacted yung style mo ngayon na ikaw na yung parent? Um, I did a lot of things that I used to not get back in the day. I, I never told my dad I loved him. I never got to hug him, not even once. He never told me that he loved me, not even once. Uh, my mom naman ganun din. And so I decided I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to tell my kids I love them. Every single chance I get, I still do. I tell them many, many times in the day at random times. And then I hug my children all the time. I'm a hugger. That's so and wonderful. So, uh, because I, I know how it felt not to get those hugs, not to be told that I love you, not to hear my parents tell me I love them. So, yes, that's that's just part of it. So, yung ganun. I tell my kids I love them. And, you know, I I tell I let my kids hold me accountable too. I cannot hold my kids accountable uh, for anything they do if I don't let them, if I don't show it myself. Because as a parent, you know, I, I have to lead. I have to take the lead. And so, as far as accountability is concerned, I let my kids tell me, Pop, but didn't you say that ganito, ganyan? Bakit mo, why are you doing it? Everybody know you're right. And so I stopped. So mga it, it helps. It helps. <laughs> yeah. Very it, discerning and observe, very observing and discerning sila. Ha? Exactly, right? And that's the goal. Hindi yata uso nung panahon ng parents natin, Big D, yung mag-I love you sa mga kids. No, no. Because they were no? raised by their parents the same way. Walang I love you, walang hug. Walang, yung daddy tahimik lang, hindi nakikipag-usap sana, just sit in the corner, ganun oh, eh. Oh. Ayoko yun eh. I don't want to be like that. So, I don't appreciate that. I mean, I don't blame my parents because they were also, I suppose they were born, this was something that they they had to live with, with their yeah. parents at the time. Yeah. yeah. Surely you need the conscious effort now to turn that around and be different as a parent to your kids uh, with, you know, te- you telling them, I love you and hugging them. Any other uh, parenting th- style or parenting uh, tips that you can give? Just you, 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 you and the wife, you and the wife, because from the get-go, eh, before you have babies mm-hmm. or while well, the babies are young, you have to decide what sort of values do you want to have in your family? You know, what are the non-negotiables? What are the negotiables? What, what do you want your children to be when they grow up? You know, would you best that been on? And then every single decision, every single thing that you do or you do not do is geared towards that. So it's like a roadmap. You know, we you want to get from point A to point B to point uh, G. And so you know, B C D E F will all will will have to always be in that direction. So you get to point G. So there's always a clear goal. Always, as always, a parent, no. yes. right? Oh, no. again, parenting has to be deliberate. You, you can't just sit back and let the kids grow and wonder what happened. Paano naman yung sa mga OFW parents who are having a hard time staying involved in the lives of their kids? Uh, or how would you advise them to break that barrier to communicate or to just get through their, especially their teenage kids? Ang hirap na sagot yan. Ang natanong yan, oh my gosh. Well, number one, relationships are hard. Relationships are nakakapagod. You know, they're tiring. And so you don't give up. You don't give up. You just you just go and, you know, make that call and be consistent and, and be patient. Even if your teenager gets to be a little. Kasi wala kang, ano eh, wala kang na-establish na, 
na values, kumbaga, if you've been away for a while, wala ka na-establish na values between you and your child. So, pag may mga ginagawa na di mo magugustuhan, wala ka rin masyado magagawa eh, because your words will have no impact. And that's the truth. It's a very mm-hmm. painful truth. But you, it does not mean that you, you give up. You don't. You just go because that is your role as a parent. Whether you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're two inches away or you're like, you know, two hours, three hours by plane away. The, the side plan would be to, to get somebody from your family or you know, you know somebody that you can trust and they can trust and have that person mentor your child. That way, your child has a parang parent, quote-unquote, figure na who will guide them, who will call them out when needed. Right. Um, kumbaga, so habang bata pa yung, if the kids are young, then maybe that's, that's something you can do now. If they are teenagers, then... Yeah, you, I, pwede pa naman eh. Kaya lang, syempre, may, medyo mahirap pag medyo late nag-start. But again, who knows? I mean, who knows? Just don't give up on it. It's a relationship. It's your child. You just can't go, ay, talaga makinig na lang. Huwag ganun. It's, it's our child. Don't give True. up. True. Sometimes kasi it can get exhausting. That's the truth of the matter. Uh, but that's how relationships Oo. are. That's why you cherish them yeah. all the more because it's exhausting. Nakakapagod eh. We don't really treasure anything that's so easy. Absolutely. Now, you talked about the challenges and how to not give up uh, despite being siguro sometimes as a parent nakaka-frustrate din ganyan nakakapagod like uh, you mentioned but let me ask you what are your favorite things naman your very favorite things about being a parent oh my gosh your absolute favorite things how much time do you have <laughs> oh plenty of time namadami <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know my kids growing up they'd write me letters you know to the Pogi dad to the oh, best papa so ever. Oh, no, ganun. Or sometimes they'd pray for me, you know. Or sometimes I'm in the middle of work, they'd message, say, hello, good morning, papa. Until now, ganun. May mga pasensya ng hearts, I love you. Ganun lang. So it's, it's amazing. I get to hug my children when I get home. I get to talk to them. You know, they, they make fun of me in my non-existent air. <laughs> <laughs> You would sit in the corner and just appreciate and be oh, grateful oh, oh, to the yeah. kids, mo, especially the family in general. Yes, because it, it's, it's a goal. Eh. The, like I said earlier, I wanted to be like that to my dad and my mom, but I couldn't. And now that, you know, I wanted it to be different uh, now that I'm a parent. And you see the, the fruit of that, you know, of that uh, effort. Having said all of that, of course, syempre, my ups and downs sa uh, um, natin as parents. Mm-hmm. Now that you're in that position, would you ever consider being away from your family to be an OFW? No. Given a choice or kapag if you're no. faced with that decision? No. No, 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 no. no. O bakit naman hindi? <laughs> Kasi ano eh. Defend your answer. An, uh, my dad was an OFW. And then I, you know, again, I didn't like it. Now that I can have that, I have that choice to make. I say no. I have nothing against my OFW brothers and sisters. It is hard. Hindi ko kaya yung ginagawa nila. Sa totoo lang, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'll survive a day, right? Being away from my from from my my family. I honor and you know, and I, I I'm just amazed by you guys. Whatever you do, you guys are heroes. The sacrifice, the that you know, that that pain that you feel as a parent being away from your from your children, it's not easy. That's something I cannot do. But given the but again, given the chance, I will stay home. I will stay home. If your dad, naman Big D, had uh, well, he had passed away a few years back. But if you don't mm-hmm. mind uh, sharing with us, what was the relationship like between him and your kids? 
when he passed away or before uh, but, he passed away. But that's the thing. I think I mentioned earlier, I grew up in Davao. I moved to Manila uh, already before he retired. And so by the mm. time he stayed home every day, wala na ako sa bahay. And because, you okay. know, he, uh, he lived in Davao and the kids uh, were here, uh, he, he never got to meet my children. Not, not one of them. Yes, not one of them. That's my heartbreaking. Yes, yes, very much. Uh, so, you know, don't make me cry. So, he never got to meet my kids. But he'd send stuff. You know, my dad was sweet like that. Uh, nung mm-hmm. nag- naglilihi yung wife ko, he'd send like, you know, boxes of fruit from Davao. You know, iba-ibang fruit, you know, for my wife. Para lang daw sa misis ko, hindi ako pwede humingi. No, ganun. But he never got to meet the kids. He never got to meet the kids. Now, would you tell me how important yung community? Because you mentioned kanina, if um, if a parent won't be around for a long time, it would be great to have a social support, like uh, a mentor or a guardian who would be around, para at least to report back, di ba? Para uh, liaison, kumbaga, and just to know what's happening. How important do you think community is, like friends and family friends, in raising the children? And how does this dynamic change when you when you're away? I will have to take it to a church setting, and in mm-hmm. in the church, I I have a group of men who who hold me accountable, and they're accountable to me too. And then uh, these people, I am very very close close with. They're like my brothers. I can. I know that if I die, they will, you know, look out for my family, for my wife and my children. You know, I can, I, I can trust them with my family. You know, that's because wow. again, that, com- that, that community, again, has to be built uh, deliberately. Hindi pwede yung kapit-bahay, chow, pakibantay, sandali yung anak ko, lalabas lang ako. Uy, uso dati yun. Ganun dati, di ba? Oo naman. Pero kung bibili ka lang ng suka sa kanto, di ba? <laughs> I was going to say, you just beat me to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? But uh, you know, serious. Galing yeah, nena. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, it's, it's not so hard for us Pinoys because we're very sociable. We have barcadas. We trust our lives mm. with. And so, ganun, dapat, it's deliberate also as the kids are growing up, you know, na iaano mo sila, i, what's the word? Di recommend. I cannot find. You build that relationship between them too. So you know that, you know, if you're so far away, uh, if you're not at home and your your family needs something, you know that your wife can call this particular friend or your children can call this particular tito or tita to say, I need help. And they're going to go and help. Yun. So again, these are all deliberate things. You just don't let it you know, happen while you're not doing anything. So go on, because they're a family. How do you want your kids naman to remember you? Ayan na tayo. How do you remember, to remember you? Let's say... <laughs> Oh, naman. So, how would you like them to remember you um, as a, as their father in say 20, 30 years uh, from now? Kung sila naman ang sa mga anak nila, o oh, ganito si lolo nyo, ganito yung, yung father ko nung, when I was growing up, how would you like the story to unfold or to be told? That's a good question, but I don't have an answer. I never, I don't think of that. Because that's too far away. But right now, is I, I just try to be the best dad that I can be to them. Anyway, you know, I na sila, and that's one of my driving. Ano, uh, what's the word? Inspiration. Ano kaya sasabihin ng mga anak ko sa anak nila? Or or right now, ano kaya sasabihin ng mga anak ko sa mga friends nila about me? Diba? Ano I think that's more immediate. That's more exactly. now. Exactly. 
Exactly. Although I, I, I'm not really, it's not like, you know, it's not like, okay, lang ako maging mabait kasi hindi naman. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thought at the back of my mind. I don't need anybody's, you know, validation for me as, as a dad. But it's important that my, my kids love, you know, and, and see what I do for them. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect for sure. You know, uh, I try my best. By God's grace. Big D, you yes. are such a blessing to this episode. Thank you so much for your time. So as we wind down today and end this podcast interview, Big D, what's the main takeaway that you would want our listeners to get from our conversation today on family dynamics at parenting? Last words most, uh, before we wrap up. Be deliberate in your parenting. It's, that's just it. Doing What we're doing as parents has an impact on generations to come. Our children will raise their children the way we raise them. Is this something that we want our children and their children's children to do? So don't sit back and be, be active. The kids will stay home 18 years at most, and then they'll be off on their own as, as grown-ups, as adults. We have uh, probably less than 18 years to, to do what we need to do as parents. Don't, don't wait for the years to just go by and, you know, and wonder what happened. Start now. If you didn't start yesterday, start today. That's it. And God bless you. God's grace will see you through as a parent. God's grace will see you through. Thanks again, Big D, for your time. Don't go anywhere. The Great Connections podcast will be right back. As a parent, it is not enough to only provide our children with their physical needs. We also have to be there to guide them, make them feel safe and loved. But how can you do that when you are miles away from them? Ang hirap kung iisipin. Pero may solusyon dyan. With the Freebie app's three ways to call, you can make sure that your relationship with your kids is as strong as ever through catch-up conversations. Teaching sessions and even heart-to-heart moments are felt despite the distance. Freebie allows you to stay connected with your loved ones, whether or not they're connected to the internet. If you're both online and have the app, you can enjoy unlimited kwentuhan na walang kaltas sa load. But if your loved one naman at home is offline at the moment, you can easily reach them using the app's premium calls feature that offers the most affordable rates for international calling needs. While for those quick but necessary kamustahans, you can use the app's free calls feature where all you need to do is watch an ad and instantly get a two-minute worth of calls for free. Don't let distance get in the way between you and your family. With the Freebie app, show them that you care. Kahit malayo ka. What are you waiting for? Download the Freebie app now. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. Discarding Pinoy, Discarding Freebie. Family, parenting, relationships, community. It's amazing how all of these are interconnected. From my conversation with Big D, three things resonated with me. Number one, for OFW parents, being physically absent in their children's lives is absolutely tough and can result to a feeling of being detached. But constant, honest, and open communication offers a way to connect one another and bridge that gap. Two, we now live in a day and age where we can conveniently use technology that are available to us to build meaningful family relationships, and look after our loved ones from across the miles. Use it purposefully. And third, leaving your home to work abroad 
is possibly one of the hardest decisions anyone can ever make. OFWs, whether they're parents or the breadwinners, have many sacrifices to make, and not everyone is cut out for it. It will be great to express your love and support whenever you can. I'm sure it's something they will never get enough of. Truly an inspiring individual. Thanks again, Big D. That's it for Episode 3. As always, we got more amazing guests coming up. Again, you got me. My name is Chloe. This has been Episode 3 of the Great Connections Podcast. Catch you again soon. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.